fourteenth section of the aeroplane in war by claude graham white and harry harper this librivox recording is in the public domain war in the air between hostile aeroplanes one certainty of a combat between aeroplanes in actual warfare air scouts protected by aerial cruisers the duty of an aerial fleet armed and equipped for offensive warfare will be to put out of action an enemy's aerial force before it can carry out its role of reconnoitering or attacking vital points of communication in these words a military authority of international repute indicates the war in the air which will inevitably take place in connection with any future european campaign his view is endorsed by another famous expert who declares it is certain that the consequences of the use of aerial navigation will be to bring about at the very outset of hostilities a fight to the death between opposing aerial fleets the point that military authorities have come to recognize of course is this if the flying machine is of vital importance to one side it will prove equally valuable to the other therefore the aim of one commander-in-chief will be to take steps to prevent his opponent from deriving full benefit from his aerial scouts artillery fire has been quoted previously as a means of combating the aeroplane and destroying reconnoitering craft but this method has been shown to be uncertain what is considered a far more efficacious way of hampering the operations of an enemy's air scouts is to send up machines to meet them in the air and either drive them off or put them out of action this suggests an actual contest in mid-air between two hostile craft and such aerial battles are bound to occur the most efficacious weapons for such fighting experience alone will indicate but it is obvious that the ramming of one machine by another will not be resorted to were one aeroplane to charge an enemy's vessel the result will be the fall and destruction of both aircraft such an expedient might of course be resorted to as a last desperate move say in the case where a hostile aircraft was escaping with very valuable information what is anticipated in the way of a fighting aeroplane is a machine which will carry two men a pilot and a marksman and be armed with some form of small quick-firing gun or rifle one of the experts of the french army air corps thinks that a war aeroplane in the immediate future will carry a pilot observer and combatant this combatant in his opinion should be armed with a light repeating rifle ready to ward off the attacks of other machines this suggests that a reconnoitering aeroplane should be a fighting unit as well but other views entertained are that a scouting aircraft should be accompanied by one or more fighting aeroplanes the duties of which would be to protect it from attack it seems probable in fact that armed aeroplanes will accompany each reconnoitering machine when it is about to set out over the enemy's position these armed craft or aerial cruisers will most likely circle round the scouting machine so as to open fire upon any hostile aeroplanes which approach in such an arrangement as this the reconnoitering machine would probably be a slow-flying 
reliable biplane equipped exclusively for its work of observation the fighting machines on the other hand would be built for speed fast-flying strongly built monoplanes would most likely be used and one prominent constructor suggests that such fighting units should be fitted with a gun firing a small explosive shell something like a pom-pom such a form of armament would certainly be effective and such an aerial cruiser is likely to prove a formidable opponent in connection with the carrying of guns upon an aeroplane it may be mentioned that a light machine-gun has already been fitted to a biplane but little has been said about such tests and nothing definite in the way of experiments has as yet been recorded in connection with the aerial battles that are certain to precede the land actions of the future it is difficult to foresee exactly what method will be pursued by the commanders of two rival air battalions it is fairly clear however that each will seek to prevent a hostile aeroplane from coming within observation distance of his forces and at the same time by such strategy as wide detours each will endeavour to slip reconnoitring craft through the enemy's lines in the elaboration of any such plans of campaign it is obvious that the fighting units of the air fleet the fast cruisers which will carry machine-guns will come into speedy conflict combat probably will resolve itself into a question of manoeuvring for position then the opponents will open fire marksmanship and skill in handling a machine will spell all the difference between victory and defeat after a preliminary exchange of shots two machines will sweep into closer range and then one of them winged by well-directed fire will be put out of action and will flutter away earthwards it is obvious that an exceptionally fast high-powered aeroplane capable of rising at a maximum speed will be most suitable for hostile work against other machines the question has been discussed as to protecting with some form of armor the vital parts of aircraft for offensive work it seems likely that some such plan will be adopted to an encounter in the air importance to an army of an aerial victory it was the late captain ferber one of the first military enthusiasts in france upon the subject of the aeroplane who was asked the question how will a fight take place between aeroplanes in reply this famous pioneer said in the same way as all fights between birds have ever taken place when a falcon for instance wants to attack a raven it first pursues it and as soon as the raven finds itself overhauled it ascends slowly in spirals and the falcon starts to rise in a parallel line if the raven can rise higher than the falcon it is saved if it cannot its resource is to drop to earth although during the descent it is liable to be hemmed in by the falcon every time the falcon darts upon the raven the latter will try by means of a clever side slip to avoid the impact if the falcon has been dodged there is a respite for carried beyond its aim the falcon loses an elevation which it must painfully regain the race for altitude may recommence but now the flight is no longer doubtful the raven will finally come to the ground and will be vanquished in a like manner will aerial craft struggle an ability to climb rapidly combined with the high speed will indeed prove invaluable to the fighting aeroplane 
if it can do so it will undoubtedly seek to rise above an antagonist and destroy it with a well-directed missile if two machines are equally well matched in the matter of rapid soaring and speed their pilots will then exercise all possible skill in manoeuvring for position for an effective shot from whatever form of light machine-gun is carried the certainty that aerial fighting will precede any future battle in which aeroplanes are employed indicates the necessity to build an air fleet comprising several types of machines in the first place there will be need for an aircraft either a large monoplane or an exceptionally fast biplane which will carry a machine-gun or a gun throwing an explosive shell this machine should act purely as an offensive unit going in advance of other craft and meeting the enemy's air cruisers in combat then may come a machine to carry out the important work of detailed reconnoitering this as has already been suggested should be a biplane carrying if necessary a crew of three pilot engineer and observer this machine would have one object only to obtain full and accurate information concerning an enemy's movements protected by one or more cruisers it would probably ascend to a great height and seek to slip by the enemy's aerial line of defence or make a wide detour and approach the foe from an unexpected direction a third type of machine should it is held be used for swift comprehensive survey work this machine carrying merely its pilot would be a monoplane so speedy that it would frequently be able to elude the pursuit of any armed craft and so escape destruction this problem of aerial warfare is now very much in the minds of those who are concerned in the military flying work of france germany and russia quite recently for example one of russia's chief advisers in the matter of war aeroplanes declared it is now clear that future wars will be begun in the air and that nations will be best prepared that are well equipped with military aeroplanes this statement bearing out others previously quoted shows how general is the view that aerial fighting will play a prominent part in any application of the aeroplane to actual war conditions apart from the cruiser type of machine previously described it is suggested by many experts that a fighting aeroplane carrying a heavier gun or guns a sort of aerial dreadnought in fact should be constructed the aim of such a machine would be to attack antagonists at long range provided that they could vanquish aerial foes these armed aeroplanes would no doubt turn their attention to the bombardment of fortifications and land forces and the resistance of an enemy being crushed the air scouts would be free to fly where they pleased thus a reverse in the air would prove a very serious matter indeed for any army the commander-in-chief would have all his plans laid bare by the unhampered movements of the enemy's aeroplanes and at the same time he would be unable to obtain any data concerning his antagonist's dispositions this of course would be apart from the damage that attacking aeroplanes might effect by bomb dropping and machine-gun firing many experts indeed are found to declare that a defeat in the air would be followed by a reverse on land it is clear at any rate that great importance will attach to this aerial fighting a machine regularly equipped for aerial warfare has yet to be introduced but it is merely a question of time 
and probably a short time at that before such a machine is built and tested the handling of such fighting aircraft will have to be learned also the best modes of approaching and attacking a hostile airplane experimental machines will have to be built and flown and as effective maneuvers as possible carried out but it will be a great war of course which will teach the real lessons concerning the offensive possibilities of the aeroplane until then of course much must remain more or less theoretical but it behooves great nations to beware of these grim potentialities of the new arm in the fourteenth section